the there's always time for the drive-through deal because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast mcdonald's is faster start your morning at mcdonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast try the steak egg and cheese bagel or the sausage egg and cheese bagel order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're my best friend. With two of my best friends, Maxia. So we're we're not gonna kiss then? Let me tell you this, dropping a taco is a national emergency. You, I'm cutting you off! You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, Industrious Moxie Ann and the musing Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And uh, Moxie, I'm so glad you're alive. I'm so glad that we've survived election day like 95. Um, <laughs> is everyone okay? Is everyone still breathing? Everyone's anxiety is, is, is under control, I hope. Oh, man. I, I don't know uh, what I can say from this end. All I know is, you know, things are on fire. It's raining at the same time. Everybody is crying and laughing and screaming all at once. It's a mess over here. I, what about you? You know, I don't know why we, all of a sudden we've turned into newscasters, but it, everything is lively <laughs> over here. Uh, there's people chanting, stop the count, and also other people saying, uh, <laughs> uh, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. Um, and so I hope everyone uh, is, is breathing, <laughs> taking those deep uh, therapeutic breaths of, uh, of fresh air, hopefully, and... Um, we're recording this on a Friday, so if Nevada decides to announce the winners between then and now, we're probably going to look... Oh, no, no, no. That's going to be for like another five years at Pro- least. <laughs> probably. Uh, you know, it's funny because I still think that Nevada knows that Kanye West won Nevada, and they're just like, they don't know how to tell us, and they're just like... <laughs> um, my favorite one, FYI, my favorite meme so far has been... Uh, I swear to God, if Nevada shows up with a large iced coffee, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so this week's episode is is a really uh, epic episode, I think. We're going to do a great job on this one, I hope. Uh, and if we don't do a great job, then it's okay. But um, before we jump into this week's episode, I do want to let people know that uh, we, we have been targeted. We are being attacked right mm-hmm. now by the mainstream media, and we need your support to help us. We do. We do. What What are we talking about? We've been demonetized. All right, that. We, uh, for some reason, uh, our host, our, our, our podcast host, uh, has decided to demonetize our account, uh, which really sucks. It, it actually really, really sucks because we were actually making some money and doing pretty well. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they're like, you losers, you get no money. No more money for you. No ads. <laughs> no money. We keep your money. I don't know why is they that, turned Asian. Is is that what happens when you get fired? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, so what we need from from our listeners, all seventeen of you, is uh, to head over to YouTube.com forward slash 
Multimedia Mouth. That's the parent company uh, of this podcast. We are going to be releasing video versions of our podcast from here until whenever we can either find a new home or maybe maybe permanently. Who knows? We might become a video podcast. It might work out well for us. We don't know yet. Uh, we are we're definitely looking at our options and trying to figure out how this is going to work. So if you can head over to that that channel and subscribe to that channel, it would be great. We can run ad, run ads there and and do some fun stuff there and and hopefully uh, start making some money again and and continuing to be able to do this podcast or just cancel the podcast. One of the two. Yeah, please do go over to YouTube and subscribe to Multimedia Mouth. Um, even if you're not on YouTube a lot, even if you don't use that to listen to your podcasts, just that simple, like click the subscribe button that helps us out a lot and it'll help us a lot moving forward too. Um, and it helps us it get, you know, positive reinforcement to know that people actually care about us and they're actually listening. People care about us. Well, you know, just people, one really. Pe- Do I know this one person? Yeah, he's actually going to be on the show this week. Oh, see, I, I thought it was a uh, was a very nice Italian woman uh, from. Oh, Newport also Beach. my grandma. We have two people. Two people who, by the way, your grandma is not very happy with me. But we'll talk about that some other time. Um, lots of people's grandmas are not very happy with me right now. So but we'll talk about that some other time. Moxie, this episode's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be epic, uh, and I'm super excited. But uh, I do real quickly. Um, just want to ask you one quick question. Yeah. Who did you vote for? Man, it was a, it was a tough decision on my part. There were a a lot of things to consider. It was Kanye, wasn't Um, it? You got me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would be epic. Actually, you know, if if anyone did vote for Kanye, can you please DM me? Because I would love to talk to you. And make sure we will interview you on the podcast. We it's more of a health check and a mental health check than anything. <laughs> uh, but we will definitely, uh, definitely reach out to us. Let us know how you're feeling. Let us know why you did that. Um, so hey, real quick again, another thing is to check out the links in our description as well. Um, you know, to help the podcast out, we do have an Amazon account, we do have a, a Facebook channel, a Facebook channel. Wow a Facebook page, uh, as well as a Facebook group. All of these things are, are great, wonderful th- ways to support the show and help us out. So do all of that and, uh, and be nice to us because we're nice people sometimes. Yeah, it honestly, it really sucks that we got demonetized like right as we were starting to gain traction. We had a pretty tremendous summer, um, and it was all thanks to our fans, all thanks to you guys actually listening i don't know how many how we got so many downloads i mean we're what's our total count at now uh i believe we are at twenty thousand. i think we're over twenty thousand now uh, i'm gonna i'm about to find out so stand by yeah. uh but drum it, I roll mean, it's please all thanks to you guys that we're able to actually do things like we're able to invest in better equipment we're able to um do more shoots and get more merch and you know figure out better ways to interact with everyone and get connected with you guys and that's because of you listening to our show so thank you for listening thank you for your continued support um we're not sure what we're gonna do about the demonetization uh it really kind of severely cripples us but uh you know that's fine it is it is it is my determination that we will continue with the show no matter what happens with the ads, unless Moxie wants to cancel the show, but we will talk about that off air. 
Uh, we're not going to have this couples counseling in the middle of a podcast. It's <laughs> just, it's frustrating too because they haven't told us why. Like they, they won't tell us what we did. It, it's you know what? What the funny part is, it came out right as we had our. Did you guys lose power? No. Oh, <laughs> look like you lost power. <laughs> it went dark behind you. Um, uh, right as we released our very first political podcast, we got demonetized. So I'm wondering, and we do, we are uh, on a network that's owned by by German people. So maybe they just didn't like the fact that we talked politics. Who knows? Um, but we are going to jump into this week's episode. Um, I'm not going to throw a commercial break because we have no commercials to break. Um, is everything okay? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're just going to go ahead. We're going to bring this week's episode is such a special episode because we did something uh, that was pretty, pretty epic, I think. Uh, and, and Moxie uh, didn't know about it until it happened, although she kind of planned the whole thing. So it's a really weird catch 22 that we're going to jump into the details about here in a second. But we're going to bring on uh, our our esteemed guest. Uh, loved? <laughs> well, by one person at least. Uh, and we can let the people decide who that is. Uh, we are going to be talking about Miss Moxian's engagement to this week's guest, Mr. Bradley Biggs, who's joining us. What's up, guys? Dude, how's it going? It is going fantastic. Um, I am just so thrilled to be back on the Best Friend Show. And, you know, it's funny because oftentimes, um, right when these when these moments happen, uh, something tends to not work right. And so <laughs> I actually, right, right as we were about to just, you know, transition into me coming in, I lost power. So here I am on my phone with my flashlight. Uh, but I can see all of you, and that's really all that matters. Wait, hold on. So did, I'm doing great. Did your whole house lose power, or just you? I'm not exactly sure. Um, but we're uh, the the board is running, the mic is going, so it might just be the light. I don't know. Hey, you're muted. I think probably the bulb is just out. <laughs> Let's hope let's hope this episode isn't an indication of of you know thankfully it wasn't an indication of the proposal itself. Oh. Let's just hope this isn't an omen for for this engagement. Well, this week's episode of You're My Best Friend is entitled is is call is the title of this week's episode is the engagement. Uh so we are talking about uh how Brad asked Moxian to marry him. Uh, but before we jump into that, I think Moxie needs to dis explain a little bit about what the event she was planning that ultimately turned into uh, the engagement itself. So, Moxie, the floor is yours. Thank you. Uh, actually, technically, the, the bed is mine right now. Um, but, you know, it's I, that. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> funny if people could see where I was. Um, so this event and this is going to sound super cheesy. It is. And this event is actually called the Royal Ball. Um, a lot of our listeners and my friends and family and fans and people uh, know that I was engaged previously. Um, and this is not something I've, that I've been super secretive about. Uh, but one thing I was really secretive about last year 
was um, the date that we had set for, you know, my ex and I, that we had set for our wedding day um, that eventually ended up crashing and burning. That date was last October. Um, and as we approached that date last year, all of my friends, namely Ruben, they, everybody was like, what are you going to do on, you know, at the end of October on what would have been your wedding day? And I was like, super emo, like, oh, I'll, I'll probably just go to the beach and journal and read and listen to music and pray. And Ruben was like, no, you can't do that. Like, you can't be sad on this day that, it, you know, it turned out actually to be one of the best days of my life. You're um, welcome. <laughs> You can't be sad on this day. Like you got to do something great. You got to, you got to dress up or have a party or something. And so I told my roommate Melody about that and she took it one step further. And she was like, what if we have a dancing party and okay, everybody hold on, hold wears. On. I, I had to stop you there for a second. So the, cause you have been pretty consistently for the last year and a half saying that the Royal ball was my idea. And, it was your idea. And I have been very consistent saying that it was not my idea. My original idea, my idea was that on the day of your alleged wedding, to for you to get a bunch of your friends together, dress up in like, you know, your wedding dress and, and like, you know, ball gowns and go to Denny's and have like a, a, a be fancy and go have dinner at a restaurant where no. you didn't have to be. That was my idea. And all of a sudden turn it into this stupid ball. Okay, you just have decided to not like the ball. That's all this is. Well, anyway, so Melody, Melody's idea was we have a dancing party, we decorate, we have food, everybody dresses in their fanciest dresses and suits and tuxes even. And jeans. And, and we call it the Royal Ball. And so last year, and it was like super, super, super small, um, limited really only to people who lived in the area who enjoyed dancing who we knew liked dancing and were because I mean last year it was a very strange event like it was a weird occasion to be <laughs> a lot of people didn't quite know what to do with it um and most of the people who were at that party were people that I had shared some significant like bonding time with over what happened um and who understood who had walked with me through it who had been there and seen a lot of it happen why was um, I invited it, what why was i invited then Be that's a dumb question anyway she needed um, me to dj that's the answer <laughs> so we had like fewer than 20 people in our apartment last year it took the weekend to set it up uh it was the still to this day one of the most amazing nights of my life and it was so good that even the person who called it the stupid ball said we should do it again next year to be to be fair to be completely fair uh i did say that that the the stupid ball 2.0 should be a multimediamouth.com production and officially a an event for the podcast so that i, I wanted to monetize it. i wanted to sell tickets to the stupid ball you can't sell tickets to something called the stupid ball. Oh, I'm sure we would have sold at least four tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that being said, that was, you know, that was one of the best nights of all of our lives. Cause who doesn't like, who doesn't love getting to dress up, dance, eat food, 
have a party for no other reason than just having a party. Can I just like, say, I, I need to say one, one thing about that. Uh, I did not dress up that night. I did not dance and I did not get any food. So I had a really terrible time at the first stupid ball. So this year we decided to do it again. Um, and obviously this year looked a little different. Uh, last year we held it in our apartment. We literally took the whole weekend like clearing out furniture so we would have an open floor um, and, you know, clean the patio, put lights up everywhere. This year um, we knew it had to be outdoors. We knew that it had to be um, very selective. We knew that we had to have a lot of and we had to be really careful about the way we did it because as we approached, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were kind of like, sure, yeah, let's do it. And then as we approached October, we were all thinking, okay, COVID isn't going away. This is still a really big problem. Uh, we need to figure out if we can make this happen. And if we can, how do we make this happen? And so we kept it really small again, um, you know, made sure that everybody has either limited their exposure or, you know, doesn't have any symptoms, hasn't been in contact with anyone, had hand sanitizer everywhere, um, touched base with everybody days beforehand to make sure that they were doing okay, that they weren't in contact with anybody, you know, all of that. Um, and we had it in an outdoor backyard, which is actually my grandparents' backyard in Palos Verdes. Um, they offered to let us use their backyard. And it's a huge backyard. My pa uh, my parents actually got married there 27 years ago. Wow. Or 28 years ago or something. It's really big. They do weddings back there all the time. So for a group of like 20, you know, 20 ish people, that was more than enough room. <laughs> So, yeah, so it was really, really awesome. Um, you know, I was looking forward to, to not going. And then, uh, you know, it was kind of this weird thing that kind of, I don't even know how to, how to say this without bearing, you know, the lead of the whole story. But um, sometime well, around. This episode is called The Engagement Show. <laughs> no spoilers, people. <laughs> Spoiler, Moxie and I are getting married. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna feel some rumors by Ruben. <laughs> plot twist actually brad and i are getting married well I was, I was gonna kick off the episode by saying it's it's great to be here with with my lovely fiance and moxie but, uh, i don't think anybody is surprised by this turn of events <laughs> actually they're surprised it took, i am either <laughs> they're probably surprised it took this long for the truth to come out um, so sometime around August, Moxie kept asking me, Hey, do you know if Brad's going to propose anytime soon? Uh, and I'm like, I know I've got no information whatsoever. Uh, and then Moxie's like, there's one weekend towards the end of August or early September where Moxie and, and Brad went to Colorado and Moxie's like, I think he's going to propose to me in Colorado. And I'm like, I know no information. Cause I, I knew no information. Like I'm like, I, okay, cool. If it happens, it happens. Although I knew that it wasn't going to happen because Brad told me that I would know before she knew, obviously. So, uh, wait, 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 wait. I have not heard that. Oh, so excuse me, gentlemen. <laughs> Brad, do you want to, what? I don't know what wasn't heard or what, what Moxie didn't know. Oh, I didn't, mind i don't so moxie didn't know that you and i had had 
dinner sometime over the summer and I had asked you like, Hey, so by the way, what's the plan? Like, are you, are you going to propose to her anytime soon? And you, you, and you were like, "Uh, you know, I'm thinking about it, but trust me, you'll know before she knows. And, and so I knew going into the season that you weren't going to be proposing to her uh, until you at least told me that you were planning on proposing to her. And when you guys went to Colorado, you hadn't told me that you were proposing to her. So I'm like, I don't know information, which is, Really should have been a giveaway that it wasn't going to happen that weekend. Right, right. Yes, we we did have a conversation about it, and I knew that um, because Ruben is is very special to me and holds a, a dear place in my heart that I did want him to know beforehand. So that was the thought. So what was funny? Though, I am offended that you told Ruben before you told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he asked me if I wanted to get married before he asked you if you wanted to get married. So, um, and then that kind of is a big spitball situation, but <laughs> snowball is what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> a spitball is very different from a snowball. Yeah, it is. Uh, but so then I remember having a conversation with, with your, your roommate, Melody, who asked me straight up. She's like, do you know when Brad's proposing? And I'm like, I got no information. He hasn't told me anything, and honestly, even if he did, I probably wouldn't, no offense to Melody, probably wouldn't tell you. Um, and But I'm like, however, I have a hunch that he's going to propose to her at the ball. <laughs> but I have no information, I have no inside information, but that is my hunch. I should have recorded that conversation so that people would believe me later on. Uh, I don't believe you. It's fine. But I that, do, because you told me. Yeah, I told I and and um it it ended up working out where with um with actually like giving the details of the the proposal to other people, the timing worked out great because you had almost started making jokes about oh he he's gonna do it at the ball, like you know, just wait and see. It's probably gonna happen here. And I'm really happy. <laughs> that I talked with you when I did because that would have been really unfortunate if you had joked with Moxie like, oh hey, it's probably gonna happen here. Um, that that would not have been very good. <laughs> Yikes! Well, well, to be to be fair, the uh, the joke that I had planned um, all night for the ball because I was DJing again uh, was I was going to be proposing that we do different things, and I would turn to Moxie and and be oh Moxie, uh, I propose that we have dinner now and. Uh, Brad, do you propose anything, you know, and that was going to be the joke. And I'm so happy literally about four days after this conversation with Melody, Brad and I separate from the, the group that we were in and Brad goes, I have to tell you something, but I'm not sure if I should. And I go, you're going to propose to Moxie, aren't you? So, Oh my God. <laughs> and actually I was a lot more excited than how I, I, I posed it, but Brad, here's the part of the show where you can kind of explain to us a little bit when you started having these feelings that you wanted to propose to Moxie, uh, when you decided that it was going to be the 24th of October, uh, was I allowed to say that date? Um, you know, yes. and then, you know, just kind of tell me how this plan kind of went from, you know, conceptual to reality, uh, and then we'll we'll talk about how the night went. So, so Brad, the the, uh, the floor is nice and the floor is yours. <laughs> Yikes! Um, <laughs> yeah. So, on that note, 
Um, I <coughs> I knew pretty early on that I definitely I knew she was the one, and it it always sounds really kind of cheesy when people say that because I've heard I, I've heard it a million times where um, you know you're talking with an elderly couple maybe or just people who have been together for a long long time and it seems like one of them says oh I just knew that he was the one or I just knew that she was the one and I always thought that that was something nice that people said but never fully meant um, but then it happened to me and I I had known very early on that you know she is the woman who I meant to be with and so it, it was really probably January or February <laughs> that I came to this conclusion and keep in mind she and I started dating back in December so fairly quickly I came to <laughs> the very real conclusion that um, hey I'm I meant to spend my life with this person and you know once I reached that point it was everything just fell into place after that it was actually quite easy um, I started doing research on engagement rings and that was that was huge oh and lo and behold we have power almost um i'm just gonna keep talking here so <laughs> i will say this i am i am uh very very happy to see the power come in and then instantly go away um <laughs> i credit love with the return of of light um <laughs> so as i was saying yeah i started to do research on engagement rings which was crazy because i had never looked into it before and it's just like this big pandora's box that you open up and you don't know you where could have also in. actually gone to pandora <laughs> well i don't know that pandora would have been able to help me that much but uh you know because covid and also because i immediately thought of the music streaming i was platform. gonna say what what does a music streaming app have to do with engagement rings but whatever y'all it's a jewelry shop <laughs> y'all i don't buy jewelry well I had to in this case. <laughs> it wasn't just that I had to; it was that I got to. It was, it was really, um, it was really fun getting to know Moxie's taste um, with regards to rings. And <coughs> so over time, I was slowly able to kind of accumulate information that uh, gave me a very good idea as to what she wanted in a ring. And so from there, I was able to work with uh, a jeweler who's actually based out in Israel. Um, I was bouncing ideas off of her for a couple months and. I finally was able to uh, order the, this ring that I, you know, tried my best to in incorporate all the details of what she loved into, and, um, you know, my <laughs> my inclination is to believe that she she likes it, so that's that's a good thing. But yeah, I, I knew very well, early she on. She sends that I me. To a, she literally sends me a picture of it every single day. So, <laughs> I, what I'm gonna do for you guys' this wedding is I'm just gonna put together like a slideshow of every single picture of that ring she sends me. <laughs> she sends me them too and they make me very happy um i can't believe i get to look at it every day <laughs> can't believe i get to look at you every day um and and also moxie uh but <laughs> yes yeah, so then came the big moment where i had to sit down and have a conversation with her parents and keep in mind i knew back in may that i was looking to propose at the royal ball which was all the way in october so i i sat down with her dad um he can he can give you more of the details of that story but it was funny because um <laughs> i knew that a few things had to happen before i had this conversation with him and i knew that 
I knew what it took for the moment to be right. And I woke up one morning and I felt like, you know what, this is it. Like, this is going to be the day. And turns out it was. But the last thing we had done, um, keep in mind, I, I work with Moxie's dad. The, the last thing we had done that day at work was actually fix some toilets, which really set the romantic mood. Um, but I nevertheless, I approached him and we sat down and we had a great conversation with, and then I proceeded to head downstairs and talk with her mom and, and their answer, thank God, was yes, I have permission to uh, ask her to marry me. So I, I, Ruben, I don't know if I actually told you this, but, um, <laughs> and I don't know if I should say this out loud either, but I actually was in possession of the ring before I had the conversation where I asked for permission. No, you didn't and that tell wasn't, that. Yeah, no, and it, and it wasn't meant to be an assumption on my part that I would receive the permission, but I just, in case it was a yes, I wanted to have something at the ready because I like being prepared. Um, and so thankfully it was not in vain. I was able to, um, I was able to use said ring. And after I talked with her parents, I was thinking about different ideas for the proposal. And then I thought about this ball and I was like, it's, you know, it's all the way in October, but let me think about this. You know, there would be um, a lot of her, her closest friends there and it would be uh, a setting where she would have like her hair and makeup done. She would likely have her nails done. I wouldn't have to get her friends to, you know, take her suspiciously for a manicure. Um, and it wouldn't be super unusual for there to be a camera. So that was kind of my thought process behind proposing at the ball. In addition to the fact where I know that, you know, it's always been a place where she's wanted to get married. And, and, you know, I do know the significance that the first Royal ball had. And I, uh, I didn't want to touch that in any way other than to just provide a, a happy, um, happy ending to it all. And so that was my goal through uh, planning to propose at the ball. So uh, what, if you don't mind me asking, cause I, I'm, I'm a curious person. Um, what, what did you say to, to the, to the parents? Cause I'm, I'm just curious, like how, I mean, how does, how does one ask the parents uh, for the daughter's hand in marriage for the blessing. Yeah, it, it took a lot of, it took a lot of preparation and a lot of prayer on my end. Um, because again, it's, it's a conversation that Lord willing you have once in your life. And I, I actually, um, I, <laughs> after I had the conversation, I wrote it down because I knew that it, it would be something that Moxie would want to hear and I didn't want to forget any of it. And, and unfortunately, let's see. I actually have it here. I do. I have it here. And so I won't go into a lot of detail, but I will read what I said because again, it's it's difficult to it's a difficult conversation to have. And I'm thankful that her parents are as wonderful and as accommodating as they are. <coughs> Excuse me, as they are. Don't get emotional about it, bro. <laughs> I'm just so thankful. So just FYI, if, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, which you should be because you're supporting our podcast, uh, there is a picture of the engagement ring up on the screen right this second uh, that I, I think that you will uh, you will like. Let me see if I can zoom in here. Look at look at that. Look at that. Look at that rock. I send you another one, too. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one. Um, 
I can't pull that one up right now, but um, but yeah, oh, look at there. that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> this is also very uncomfortably close to your hand. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little uncomfy right now. <laughs> all analyzing your hand. Oh, uh, what what is what do each of the lines mean? We need we need to know what this line right here means. We need to know. Somebody who's a who's a hand reader, please chime in. Let us know. Is it is it good fortune or is I think it the my the funniest part of this ring? So my parents do gondolas, uh, like the Venetian boat, the gondolas, and my dad apparently pointed out that the slope on this ring looks like a gondola. Oh, hold on, let me. See that right there? That little, whoa, I have no, that right there looks like a gondola. You should be like a, one of those uh, QVC people who advertise the rings. I mean, like you have the manicure, you got the nails for it, you got everything. Thank you. That was it. That was my only. <laughs> Thank you. Ruben keeps muting me. Yeah, so I, I don't I, know. I apologize. I, I I keep trying to be on top of the sound and then I go to unmute her after she's already muted unmuted herself and then I end up muting her in the middle of a sentence and it's just we're we're having this like we're having a battle of, of the muted microphones. So um This is a battle for control. So <clears throat> so you, you decided uh you know to do it at the ball. Um, first of all, I was actively trying to get her not to do another ball at the same time you were planning on proposing to her. Uh, I know we're gonna get into the conversation here in a second, but I, I wanted to follow up with this real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. did you not want, like think that you should have told me a little bit earlier, just in case I was playing, you know, the devil's advocate on the whole, not having the ball, uh, because of COVID. Well, it was funny cause you, you had started leaning in that direction where you you thought maybe it wouldn't be a great idea to have it this year and you didn't really want to dj for it and you just felt like it was it was kind of not something that was meant to be this year and as soon as you kind of started leaning in that direction that's kind of what what lit the fire under me to think okay i I'd, I'd better talk with him because <laughs> if this if this keeps up for long like i don't want it to be a hindrance and i also want him to be included so um definitely i <laughs> I wanted to make sure that you were in on it with enough time to know. So that way it wouldn't seem super suspicious. If you changed your mind on the ball, I didn't want it to be super last minute. It was, it was a little suspicious. You No, I'm really glad that you told him because literally up until like a week and a half before there was part of me that was still like, okay, we don't have to do this. I could just bail. And and I was getting super nervous and I was like, nobody's going to come. It's going to be terrible. There's going to be so many mess ups. This is just too much. We just need to cancel the whole thing. And if Ruben had been like, no, we can't do this. I would have canceled. It. <laughs> well, and, and I, and I was, you know, honestly, you know, there's a, a bunch of reasons why, you know, I was against doing it this year, but part of it was like, we're having people, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if I should go into this much detail, but we, people were kind of traveling to this and I'm just like, I don't know where these people have been. I don't know what's, how, I, I hadn't been to the backyards. So I didn't see how spacious it was and could see that people could properly social distance and be safe about it. And, um, and literally like once Brad told me, you know, what was going on, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. Uh, I even, I even bought a suit. I bought a suit for this. You bought a suit and you looked smoking. 
and I made sure there was no photo evidence of, of me being there whatsoever. So, uh, <laughs> well, I have debate. some evidence. Oh, do you really? What do you have? Oh, you know, just the normal stuff. <laughs> that she's holding out on you. The normal stuff for me is not stuff that you want to try. No. So uh, the conversation you had with the parents, Brad. Let's let's hear that. Let's uh, get, you know. Let's let's get some taste of this because I need some advice because I'm going to pre- be proposing between now and the end of my life, hopefully. Of course, yeah, absolutely, and it it's it's different depending on who who your lady is and who her parents are. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm a believer that you should ask both parents. I know that's maybe not what a lot of people think. Wait, but- so you're telling me? That I don't ask Moxie's parents if I can marry some random girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, you still have to get permission from Moxie's parents and then the girl's parents who you're planning on marrying. Do I have to get permission from Moxie? Yes. Hey, I, I, I can't speak for her, but it sounds like she, she has that covered. Do I have yeah, to get permission you from you? Get permission. Yes. So I have to get permission from, from, from Gondola Greg, Moxie's mom, Moxie brad the girl's mom and the girl and and the girl's dad yeah oh, you and the girl's him. Dad. there's seven different people i have to clear this through with oh my god i'm just gonna die alone that's how it feels to tell everybody that you're gonna be proposing <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of conversation <laughs> um, i mean you could have just sent a text <laughs> yeah but like come on i i care i care more than that um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean the conversation went well I, I don't know if you still want to hear about that yeah absolutely i yeah um i i just asked if i could talk with him for a second in the other room and he said sure so i went in and sat down and he's like all right what can i do for you and uh so let's see here i said um i started off by saying you are a very smart man and i know that you're <laughs> going to know very quickly the direction in which this conversation is headed, but I want to put your mind at ease or at least try to by letting you know that I've been very prayerful about this conversation practically since the day I met you. Um, I said, I all, I have all the respect for you and Moxie's mom in the world, which is why I'd like to be fully open and honest about my intentions with Moxie. If that's something you're willing to talk about now. And he said, sure. And I said, I want you to know that I am fully in love with and completely committed to her. I know exactly how much of a blessing and a treasure she is. And then he said, she's pretty terrific, isn't she? And I said, yeah, she is. And I want you to know that there's nothing I would do to jeopardize her presence in my life or yours. And in my head, I had a list of things to do and goals I needed to meet before coming and having this talk with you. And with the knowledge that you are a man who values preparedness, I wanted to make sure that I was prepared as well. And I'm happy to say that I believe I've met these goals and will continue to over time just as my financial and career situations might change. And lastly, I want to be very mindful of the fact that I am not the first person to ask you this, but Lord willing, I certainly hope to be the last. So with all my cards out on the table, I'd like to ask for your permission to marry Moxie next year. Um, That was basically my little speech. And before I actually had that conversation with him, I rehearsed that probably 20,000 times in my car, just driving around, (laughs) um, cleaning around the house because... It's scary. It's really scary. <laughs> when did you tell your mom? When did, like did your mom know before before Greg and and, and Moxie's mom knew, or or did you wait yeah. till after? I you know I'm I'm pretty open with my mom, so she knew 
January or February that I was kind of leaning in this direction and has has been in favor of it since day one and I'm I'm very thankful for that. Awesome. Well, you know, I, I, I genuinely love, you know, your mom. Your mom's a wonderful person. Uh, I also, I love how we're referring to Moxie's mom as Moxie's mom. <laughs> well, I Probably a good idea. <laughs> Just want to respect the privacy. Respect the pouch. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I, I really, uh, really love what, what you said. Um, then did that transition to you going and talking to Moxie's mom right after? Or did you wait a little bit? Or... Um, <laughs> so, uh, Gondola Greg and I talked about this recently uh, about how, after I had had that conversation with him, I actually wasn't sure if he had given me a yes or a no, because <laughs> and it was terrifying because he listened to the whole thing, just very calm, very collected. And after I was done talking, he didn't say anything. He just kind of nodded his head and was like, have you considered getting my wife in on this? And I was like, <laughs> yeah oh i was planning on talking with her after i talked with you he's like let's go do that now nice. and so we walked downstairs and it felt like three hours had passed just walking down the stairs um it was nerve-wracking and then i proceeded to give the same little speech to her mom and uh you know she kind of looked at looked at greg and and smiled and they both gave me a very enthusiastic yes so my anticipation was was not for long. <laughs> See, I kind of feel like this was uh, kind of like an American Idol situation here where you needed two yeses to go to Hollywood Week. <laughs> and Hollywood Week happened. <laughs> you got the golden ticket. Um, so, yeah. So then, uh, you know, I knew about the engagement, short, you know, a couple months later, I guess, and uh, and quickly, you know, changed my tune as to how I felt about the stupid ball. Uh, so Moxie, did you at any point in the process of planning this, uh, ball, um, get any sort of like indication that you were, you were being proposed to, or, or were you pretty much like, I'm planning a ball. I'm, this is the ball. This is fun. This is the ball. You know, as much as I really wish I could say, no, I had no idea this was going to happen. Um, I, I definitely leading up to it. Uh, it helped that there was so much time uh, that we had talked about getting engaged like months and months before it actually happened. So honestly, initially, when we hit summer, I was like, okay, there are a limited amount of options for him to do it. It could be like, it could be the ball. It could be Christmas. It could be our Colorado trip. It could be another holiday, or it could be just be a totally random day. My birthday. Um, it could be Ruben's birthday. I mean, what better way to include the most important man in our lives? And that's a, that's a that's a bit of an exaggeration on my role. In your guys life. <laughs> no, Pro but honestly, probably the most important man in Brad's life. But <laughs> I can get behind that. <laughs> It helped that there were so many days leading up to it where I was like, okay, it's happening now. And then it didn't happen. So like the entire Colorado trip, the second one and the first one, I thought that it was going to happen. There were many days where my parents were like acting suspicious when I had nothing planned in a day and Brad had nothing planned in a day and my dad was acting suspicious and 
asking if things were going to interfere with plans or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening tomorrow. And then it never happened. It was a little depressing, but also it helped because, <laughs> because I stopped pinning everything on one day. And after the last time it didn't happen, I was like, okay, you know what? If it happens at the ball, great. If it happens at Thanksgiving, great. And there was actually a decoy email sent to make me think it was happening at Thanksgiving. Oh, you knew about um, that? No, they told me after. I never saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, once we got far enough along, I was like, maybe it's happening at the ball. It's probably happening later. It's probably not going to be the ball. And then when it hit that day, I was like, I think there was one moment when we were actually, and I don't know if I told you this, but I think there was one moment when we were doing setup where I thought, man, if we're doing all this work to set all this stuff up and he doesn't propose tonight, that's going to be sad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I just enjoyed the fact that at some point this, this stupid ball went from being a stupid ball to, to Moxie planning her own engagement party. Um, that for me will always take the cupcakes um, and and just <laughs> be just be a wonderful little footnote in in the history books of of Brad and Moxie's uh, eternal love. Absolutely, and you know th- this is something that could not have even begun to have been executed if it were not for. Um, her amazing, amazing family, and for our amazing friends, which include you, Ruben. Um, seriously, I mean, I, I've told you before, but you, you've been absolutely instrumental in the, in the coming together of the ball and in the proposal itself. Just like everybody else who was there, who saw it, who helped out with with different aspects of it, it was entirely made possible by you guys. And so, who was, that was incredible to have that support. Who was the most important person that helped you? I just need to know. We're all winners. I need to know the, who, the Lord. I need to know who was the most helpful person that wasn't one of Moxie's parents. I just I need to know. I think it <laughs> Well, I thought they had a scarecrow for a second, so I was going to say the scarecrow and then I realized <laughs> I'm just living in like a fantasy world because they definitely <laughs> don't have a scarecrow at their house and I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so, uh so, you know, we we had food there, we had some cupcakes, we had all this fun stuff. And about 30 minutes into the party starting, Brad takes Moxie inside. They do a tour of her grandma's house. They come out. Uh, I don't want to know any of the details of what happened inside the house because I think that should stay between you and, and Brad um, because I, I think something should stay private. I will say it was very significant to us where he took me inside the house because that house is actually where we officially became boyfriend and girlfriend. Aww. It's it was the place of a lot of firsts. So like two firsts specifically, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to Yes, the Michael's got a uh, shock face on right now. <laughs> not not like that. <laughs> okay, I feel like I should explain this. Should I just explain this now? No, 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 no. Take it's it fine. Away. It's fine. No, just leave it. Let's leave it. I want the innuendo to be there. Um, so you come out of the art studio, uh, and Moxie, what's the first thing, like the first couple of things you saw that made you realize this is it? I will say, up until that point, 
he took me inside and we were just talking and and a lot of what he was saying was like okay you know i know there's a big party happening outside i know everything is crazy and really stressful but i just want you to take you know deep breaths and and relax and just be here in this moment and so the entire time we were inside i was like is is this it I, this isn't it is this it he's no we're just inside we're just he just knows I get really stressed out at parties and he's taking me inside for a minute. And so the second we stepped out of that side door and I saw the rose petals, that was what gave it away. That's awesome. That is so awesome. And and, and obviously uh, Moxie said no and they are not actually engaged and this is all just one big uh, big plot to get this clicks. Is a very awkward situation right now. They're actually they're broken up. Um, they had a very big falling out after after the proposal went bad. Uh, Brad pushed Moxie out down the uh, the other side of the gazebo, and um, it, was, it was really it was really awkward. None of that happened. None of that happened. Just I want to clarify. None of that happened. <laughs> Uh, so that was the proposal. That was that was that. We spent the rest of the night um, doing crossword puzzles and drinking hot tea and eating really good spaghetti. Rubbing ointment on Ruben. <laughs> I had a really bad rash. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that 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 was it was a great night. Um, and I, I Brad and I had a really great conversation that I think Tuesday or Wednesday before. Um, where I, you know, I explained to him, you know, that, you know, October 24th for, for me and my family, uh, is a heavy day, not a fun day for us. And so I'm glad that the 24th of October, uh, will, will also be, uh, a very happy day, uh, moving forward for the past, uh, 14 years or so has not been a great, uh, a great day, but now there's, there's a reason to, to celebrate and be like, I was there when they got proposed or engaged or whatever so uh, i don't know what i'm talking about anymore so uh super stoked super excited for you both uh is there anything else that you guys want to share about uh the engagement and how things are going well i would like to share one thing and, and brad may as well uh, ruben i just sent you a photo and if you're watching this video version uh on youtube which you should be following multimedia mouth on youtube um I just sent Ruben a photo, which is of the gazebo oh. where my parents got married and um, where we are hoping to get married. Uh, can I can I tell people about about the date and why it's significant? Absolutely. Go for it. So um, if you've been listening, following us for a while, you may know that my grandpa uh, has been in and out of the hospital for most of this year. Um, he was hospitalized for a rare brain disorder and then, um, you know, put in a coma, brought back out, um, shuffled around to different medical facilities, different doctors, contracted COVID, contracted pneumonia. It was a very rough year for my family. Um, and survived. And made it. Yeah, he is a fighter like hardcore fighter. Um, but he made it home like not even a full week before the proposal happened. And he was in good enough shape to be there to see it. And the date that we've chosen for our wedding is a really, really special one. Um, you know, it would have been special whether he had made it home or not, but the date that we chose for our wedding is the anniversary. It's going to be the 61st anniversary of both of my grandparents. 
So both of my grandparents got married on the same day in 1960. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And so we chose that day to get married in that gazebo that you can see on the screen right there if you're checking out the video version. Which you should be. Um, Can I just say one thing about Brad right now? He's hot. He's a stud muffin, man. Yeah. Look, look at look at look at this guy. I'm, I'm oh, nope, wrong wrong screen. Hold on, sorry. Look at this guy. I'm gonna zoom in on him. Look at this guy. Look at him. Look at the way he looks at you too. Uh, I'm just absolutely like stoked for you guys. So, um, an incredible incredible night. Um, Brad, is there anything else that you wanted to to share about the proposal or plans for the wedding or how many cupcakes I should order for the wedding? <laughs> 8,000. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, just super stoked that, that you were there to experience it with us. I, w- I wouldn't have had it any other way. And um, we, we are busy planning away, but it's going very well. And we're excited to uh, move forward with it. Awesome. Well, I'm stoked to be part of it. Hopefully, I get an invite to the wedding. Um, I, I plan. <clears throat> I have a... Uh, I've, I have a vacation plan that same week, so it doesn't really matter to me one way or another. I just want an invite. Uh, probably won't be able to make it. So, <laughs> is the vacation to our wedding? No, the vacation's to Mexico. Little mm. seaside village called Palos Verdes. <laughs> I'm actually not looking forward to having to walk up that hill. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And have to. We're buy- working on a shuttle service. Don't worry. <laughs> Is it going to be me and my little... <laughs> dra- no, for like- everyone, not just for you. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Boy>, shuttle service. <laughs> awesome. Well, Brad, I'm going to kick you out of the, out of the stream here uh, because okay. we have some more business to attend to here on the podcast. Uh, Moxie, we have to have a conversation. We do? Yes. Why? I don't know. I just felt like being dramatic for a second. Uh, oh. that was, uh, the engagement, the proposal, the engagement, the proposal of the engagement. Um, I, honestly, so happy for you. He's a good one. I don't, I, I don't even know how he exists. Literally today we were cuddling and I was like, I can't believe you're real. It's that's why you guys relate. What? That's why you guys relate. Why? Because you guys were cuddling. Oh, I thought you said relate, and I was like, what? No, no we said- were cuddling this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It, he is just, this man is something else. <laughs> well, And I will never, ever deserve him in all of my life. But that's a story for another time. Yeah. So uh, just a heads up, we are uh, going to be on a little bit of a break the next couple of weeks. Um, I think the next two weeks we're on a break. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, we had a staff meeting that got canceled last minute, so I'm not really sure what we're doing with the rest of our lives uh, here. So we are going to be figuring that out. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Moxie, what's our Instagram? At Best Friend Podcast. <laughs> and make sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash. The Best Friend Show. And, of course, we do have a website, Live Friendship Tacos. Dot com. You do not sound very interested right now. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) Is Brad showing you his butt right now? No, he's (laughs) 
doing some very strange chicken moves. Um. <laughs> Interesting, uh, to say the least. Uh, and of course, we do have a Twitter, but we never use it. Uh, I think the last time we used it was for the presidential, the vice presidential debate. Um, yeah, and that was fun. Uh, but if you want to follow us over there, what's our Instagram or what's our Twitter gram book? It, at YMBF show because our name is too long for Twitter. Awesome. And then, of course, we do have a Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash. Life friendship tacos, I think. I don't know. <laughs> that is correct. And um, yeah, I think that's all the time we have for this week's episode. If you have any questions about the proposal, feel free to DM us. And we may or may not tell you because some things are private. Some things are and other things you just put into a podcast and try to monetize it after you've been demonetized. So yeah. uh, make For sure. Me, this is more of like a, like a, uh, you know, document, making sure we have everything documented so that our kids can listen to this in like 30 years. You're not going to have kids for 30 years. Well, you know, that would be preferable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you might be a little bit past the uh, the prime age for that. So It's still possible. All things are possible on God's green earth. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, follow us, share this podcast with a friend, uh, and do other things. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie M. And we... Are out of time. So is my single life. Woo! <laughs> he just went like this over there. <laughs> well, I'm Hamilton in, pose. I'm okay. Bye. Right now, Amazon is offering some amazing extra perks that come with a job offer. If you start a warehouse job, you can get a $1,000 sign-on bonus. That means you start earning a paycheck right away, plus you get extra cash to use before the holidays. Applying is so easy, you don't even need an interview. It's never been so rewarding to start an hourly job that's close to home. So what are you waiting for? To join the team today, visit Amazon.com slash sign-on bonus. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.